Heather, good morning. Jason, good morning. It's, it's been, been a, minute. a minute. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's, That's something. Uh, amazing. How how were your holidays? You know, they were good. Um, our parents came to visit mm-hmm. uh, Tulsa. So they came and stayed with us uh, the day after Christmas and then flew home on Tuesday. So day after New Year's Day, January 2nd to the lay people. And um, they, uh, yeah, we had fun. We went to Arkansas um, to the Walmart Museum, as well as Crystal Bridges, which is just the coolest building. And it's an art museum. And it was, it was, it was really cool. It was is that rad. also owned by the Walmart people? I think it is. Um, we saw, like, to get into the museum is free. The exhibits, like the rotating exhibits, cost money. But to just walk around um, and see the the standard art, <laughs> um, that was free. Standard and art. Standard art, yeah. You know, you know the stuff you put on your refrigerator, the standard <laughs> yeah. art. Um, the permanent exhibit is what I should say. Uh, that is free and it was sponsored by like the Walmart foundation or something Mm -hmm. like that. So, um, we also, whilst in, uh, that area of Arkansas, which I can't remember the name of the city now, but, um, we went to a Starbucks that was just the cleanest, nicest looking Starbucks I have seen since moving out of the Pacific North left, as you say. <laughs> um, nobody, nobody heard us that part of our conversation. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Might be, might be. Anyway, uh, since moving out of the Seattle area, it was just, it was beautiful. <laughs> and, and you used to like, work at Starbucks. So I you did. Know. I did. Yeah. I, yeah. I worked at Starbucks for three years. Um, Which, while we were at church on Sunday, somehow that came up. Dad and mom and dad were talking to, oh, it was the people that I I work in the cafe at church every Mm -hmm. now and then. Mm -hmm. And he brought that up, that I worked at Starbucks and how much he misses his free pound of coffee every week. Um, And that when I left Starbucks, he was like, so you're still going to work there part-time though, right? So I can keep getting my coffee yeah so yeah anyway all you need to if do they have starbucks in tulsa i we have one like a mile from our house do you know anybody who works there no well they know me but you need to befriend somebody at starbucks who doesn't drink coffee that's true and then you're like hey you've got this benefit let me let me help you out bro yeah i mean i'll take i'll take that pound of coffee yeah gladly Oh, the tea. When the tea. It, the tea. When I worked there, uh, I, at Christmas time, I would always stock up on the boxes of Joy tea. It was mm-hmm. so good. It was good. It was so good. I remember that. That was when they were serving Ugh. Tazo. They don't serve yeah. Tazo anymore. No, it's Tivana now, which isn't mm. terrible, but. I mean, tea really 
It's just hot garbage water. <laughs> no, I like tea. I, I drink tea. I, it's just, I would not be able to say, oh, this is stash. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I've never been like, what brand of chamomile do you have? Right. It right. doesn't matter. It if all it tastes the same. Sleepy bear, cozy time. I don't want it. Yeah. So have you ever read the boxes, the, like the tea box on like some of the, there's a company there. One of these tea companies is a cult. And I think it's celestial seasonings. Uh, there's like, right. <laughs> there's like some weird stuff on some, one of these boxes. I can't remember which one. So now I'd be smirched a reputable tea company and maybe, but anyway, what are they going to do? They're too tired yeah. from drinking all that tea. Yeah. Um, how was your Amish. holiday? Fine. <laughs> we went to an Amish town uh, while they were here and we actually saw somebody in like a closed off like horse buggy mm-hmm. and driving their horse. And my mom and mom was like, oh, we should go get a picture with them. And I was like, you don't, mom, <laughs> like, that, no. Um, but anyway. You yeah. know, I mean, the guy's, the person, the uh, woman. woman has probably had people ask for her picture before. That's true. That's true. So, it, I just, it was just, yeah. The, the way you cool get into it, though, it. the way you get into it is you pull over in your, like, future vehicle. And you say, excuse me, are you a time traveler? Or are we? No. Can we take a picture of you? You're an oddity. This will That help. is not what you say. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're unusual to me. I would like to capture that in my magic box. <laughs> I'm not going to take your soul. Oh, my word. Is that not, is that not correct? Oh, no, that's probably not the way to approach it. Um, but yeah, you know, if you, if you ever come out to Tulsa, please don't take me to the Amish people. No, I won't be able to help myself. There are so many, I know you won't, there are so many antique stores and like Mm -hmm. thrift stores on that Mm -hmm. stretch of highway in Chodo Mm -hmm. and, uh, Chodo, Chodo, (laughs) not Chodo, Chodo. Show toe. Yeah, like photo. But show toe. Okay. Yes. Uh Taffy would love it. She's and been, it, hasn't she? She ha- we haven't taken her out there. Oh, you're holding you're withholding. I was withholding. Like, yeah. Wait until I show you the really cool antiques. Yeah. You'll have to there was the one store. Trip. It was like just so much Pyrex. Like I almost texted Kelly multiple pictures and been like, Do you need this? Do you have this? Do you want this? Like um, but then I didn't know how much mom and mom was going to buy and didn't want to like saddle her down with other things to take home to Kelly. So sorry. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't think Kelly's ever going to hear this, so you don't have to apologize. That's to her. true. And That's I'm going to forget by the time we get off the, the call. Perfect. Love it. It's kind of how I roll. No. Love it. All right. Um, my brain is nor so good. Uh, Heather, we <laughs> yes. are going to talk about the Hobbit more than Oklahoma, this book here. And today Mm -hmm. we're only going to talk about chapter 11 because there was a miscommunication on my part. There was a misremembering on your part to yourself. Yes. Yeah. I I (laughs) blame me. Like I said, my brain is nor so good. Nor so good. So uh, Heather, can you give us a synopsis of chapter 11 on the doorstep? 
Would love to. Thank you. Um, so just as a reminder, as a recap, they had just, you know, started leaving Lake Town, laden with supplies and ponies and everything to get into the mountain. Um, so after setting off from Lake Town, they arrived near the shadow of the mountain. They got their supplies and their ponies from the people and horses that were carrying them or meeting up with them. Um, and after a very lonely night, because those folks left, uh, they set off again. And it was a, a quiet and grim journey with no song singing or anything like that, as they knew that it could also meet a terrible end. Dun, dun, dun. Um, they set up camp, Thorin said, Balin, Balin, why, sure. why can't I, Balin, uh, Killy, Keely and Feely, Killy and Philly, doesn't matter, and Bilbo to scope out their surroundings. And they saw the remains of Dale and Balin reminisced, got a little misty-eyed maybe. Um, and then they also saw an opening in the cliff wall and some steam and dark smoke coming out of it. And Bilbo assumed that meant the dragon was still alive. Um, I wrote down some something that they said, or that was written down. Uh, they were without hope at the end of their journey, but as far as ever from the end of their quest, none of them had much spirit left. But Bilbo, Bilbo had more hope than the others. Mm -hmm. um, That's like a really, I, I really love that turn of phrase. Sorry, this is summary section, but yeah. they were near the I end don't... of the journey, but nowhere near the end of their quest. Oh, so good. Anyway. Yeah. I like that. Um, anyway, so they searched for the secret door to get into the mountain. We're unsuccessful day after day. But then one day, Philly, Killy, Philly, Killy, and Bilbo were successful. They couldn't get it to open, uh, but they found it. And so they go back to camp, and everywhere in, everyone but Bifer and Bomber uh, set out the next morning um, to set up camp near where they found the door. Uh, but it's like, you know, a thin, thin pathway. And um, Bomber was like, y'all. Come on. You, <laughs> you've all been to Colony. <laughs> Big boned all these, all these many months. So not going to do that to you all. I'll trip over my beard and yeah, that's... roll down the mountain. Um, okay. Yeah, just... Ugh just can't he can't catch a break um anyway so they try to get this door open they can't they keep getting glummer and glummer and glummer uh bilbo gets sassy when the dwarves ask him what he's doing why he's just sitting on the doorstep and he's like you said sitting on the doorstep and thinking would be my job not to mention getting inside so i'm sitting and thinking um and sassy bilbo sassy bilbo uh but he was thinking about his hobbit hole again like he goes through these waves where he's like, I need to focus on the task at hand. And then when he doesn't have to, he's like, oh, home. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's cool. Uh, anyway, the dwarves cool. were grumbling. <laughs> the dwarves were grumbling that Bilbo wasn't doing enough. And I know I'm oversimplifying this, but eventually the sun sets and then there was a crack in the door. Um, Thorin grabbed the key and the door opened and they were able to see inside the mountain. Man. How cool is that? <laughs> that's, like, I mean, that's it. <laughs> that's the summary. Yeah. That's, yeah. I, I have a summary for chapter 12, but 
Yeah, we'll, we'll hold on to that. Next week. We'll use that next time. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, Heather, there's so many cool things that happen in this <clears throat> chapter, though, that are your summary just kind of skipped over, uh, mainly at the end. Um, yes, please, like, walk through that. I know it has to do with, like, the moonstone or, like, the runes the from moon Elrond. Runes. Mm-hmm. Moon runes from Rose, that Elrond Rose. was talking about. <laughs> the Verger. Yeah. <laughs> What's the name of the show? What's the name of that movie? Jenison? The Rurachera. Rurachera has much fire. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it's so good. I need to watch that again. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I know, like I said, I know I oversimplified that, but I good. wanted to hear your yeah. take or explanation, please. No problem. So, first of all, the town of Dale as mm-hmm. they're walking through. Dale was destroyed by Smaug. Right. Right. So Balin, Balin, Balin? Our, bo- our boy B, uh, B. He's, like, he's like the oldest of this whole crew. Um, he's the lookout guy too, right? Kind of, yeah. That but, ends up, oh, I won't, I won't spoil it. Never yeah, mind. don't. Uh, Heather read ahead over our break. I did. finish the book. So um, Guys, I texted Jason at near midnight my time. Yeah. With <laughs> like a just devastating message. And I was thinking to myself as I sent it, 2023 Heather has taken a turn. Yeah. <laughs> I, is... Yeah. <laughs> this is so a new weird. era. <laughs> yeah. She's going into her nerd era in 2024, apparently. So it's a good place go. to be. Uh, so, but so, so Balin, I'm terrible at these names. So Balin, 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 uh, Balin would be two L's. So yeah, we'll just call him. I don't know. All right. Bagel is, uh, he's the oldest and him and Thorin are like homeboys from the OG. Right. Uh, I don't know if I used any of those words. Right. And so he, uh, so they're reminiscing about Dale and how awesome Mm -hmm. it was, uh, in which, you know, if you think about, uh, Tolkien and like he's seen so much change in his life as well so he's he's writing this he was in world war one right he saw that de- devastation from warfare and all these different things and so like part of that is think like thinking through like okay if your town or the neighboring town was just destroyed one day right and then you walked by and you saw it and it was still destroyed like what kind of what kind of feeling would that have and uh, and so yeah so when you say Balin is getting a little misty eyed it's like yeah I bet like he knew the people who lived there yeah and the people who escaped Dale are the folks who lived on Lake Town so those are the descendants of the the people from Dale okay so um so there's just so much pain in this region uh from Smaug's devastation or desolation uh yeah so the other note is Tolkien gives us the timeline here. Uh, it was only in June they they had been guests in the, the fair house of Elrond, right? And so that's like the summertime. And yeah. on those moon runes, it said like on the sunset of Durin's day, you'll be able to see this thing. And they're like, we don't know when Durin's day is. And so here we find out oh. they happened to be able to get to the mountain 
Durance in time day. for Durance Day. And then so like they we didn't know when it was, and they're just like, we got to get there, we got to get there. After they had spent two weeks in Lake Town, and now they're like making their journey and they're there uh, on a day that they didn't know uh when Durance Day is, like they actually get there in time, which I think is really cool. Um got it. So yeah. another piece there when they find the door, they start speaking fragments of broken spells of opening and way back when when they were um they found all the treasure from the trolls mm -hmm. remember they they put spells over the treasure so these, oh yes these dwarves are not wizards right but they have some kind of understanding of magic that they're like trying to call upon um, and so it kind of reminds me of a Bible story. Now, Tolkien would not want us to like to equate his stories to the Bible. That was not his project. But sure. there's a story in uh, the book of Acts where uh, these guys, the sons of Siva, are trying to cast out demons. Uh, and the demons look at, at these seven sons and they're like, Paul, I know. And Jesus, I know. But who are you? Yeah. <laughs> and so they're like these guys who just are nobodies are trying to like be somebody's uh, and it backfires. And so, um, yeah, so here they're like trying to like, here's a spell I heard, uh, close right. a sesame. <laughs> um, so yeah, so they're trying to put all kinds of spells that maybe they had heard somewhere or that they thought might be effective. It turns out nor so much. Mm -hmm. um, and so they just wait and wait and wait. And as it seems like they are giving up hope, as uh, Bilbo, uh is by the door and everybody's kind of like going back down the hill is kind of the vibe right yeah uh, but is at that very moment he heard a sharp crack behind him there on the gray stone in the grass was an enormous thrush which is a small bird, bird. usually uh nearly coal black its pale yellow breast freckled with dark spots crack it had caught a, a snail and was knocking it on the stone crack crack and so if you go back to the map uh, that they read in Elrond's house with the rune stones, it said, uh, I'm trying to find it real quick. Riddles in the dark, riddles in the dark, over hill, under hill, a short rest. Um, <laughs> the map says, stand by the gray stone when the thrush knocks. And the setting sun with the last light of Durin's oh day will gosh. shine upon the keyholes. And so stand by the door when the thrush knocks. Makes no sense at this point. At that time. At, you know, right? But then here they are. And Bilbo is the one who remembers yeah. about the thrush. And he hears the knocking. And oh this is gosh. a great big enormous thrush knocking a snail on the door to get their attention now one of the one of the questions that people have about this thrush in particular is was this the same thrush that was first written about when they made the map or oh my word was this a descendant of those thrushes and these thrushes were Pass passing down. down the information to wait for the day when dwarves would return. 
and oh, looking for heart. and you know how birds have a migratory pattern they know when to go yes. south and north and all the different things they know all kinds of things did you know crows remember us mm -hmm. yeah so i talk to crows now just to say hey i see you like i love I see crows. you you see me we're cool because they're kind of scary um i've never seen a baby <laughs> crow so they're just maybe. they're just born ominous well there is a conspiracy that birds aren't real and so maybe right. that's what's going on there um but yeah so uh this thrush is knocking get their attention and Billville's like wait 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 this is the thing that we have been waiting for and uh and so just then as the sun is setting uh on the last page in this chapter evening was coming on then suddenly when their hope was lowest a red ray of the sun escaped like a finger through a rent in the cloud a gleam of light came straight through the opening into the bay and fell on the smooth rock face. The old thrush, who had been watching from high his high perch with beady eyes and head cocked on one side, gave a sudden trill. There was a loud crack. A flake of rock split from the wall and fell. A hole appeared suddenly, about three feet from the ground. The old thrush. So that's what makes me think, like, this is the same it's thrush. It's the same one. Yeah. The old thrush. Um, but and he's been watching. And this flake of rock was waiting because like every year Durn's Day happens. So it can't it the, this thrush must have been waiting for dwarves right. to knock on the door. Wow. Isn't that cool? <laughs> so dang it. <laughs> uh the part of this beautiful story is walking every over and over again we keep seeing how things just seem to be lucky right for bilbo in particular but bilbo and the dwarves like luck seems to lead them down the next chapter right but is this providence is this a divine hand in their universe guiding them to the next step all their steps have been ordered yes <laughs> And so when so there is a God in this in these this this universe, Aluvatar. He's the 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 Almighty, right? And, and so these different things are happening in such a way where ultimately Aluvatar will overcome the powers of the evil ones in their universe. Are you ruining the book, the whole series for me right now? Like everything's good and no. works out. I mean, nothing Jason. ever truly works out. <laughs> so, I mean, what do you want me to say? Uh, the series ends, but the world does not. Okay. So, like, that's, I mean, things happen in where it seems like, oh, they live happily ever after. But they don't. They keep living. Like everybody else. <laughs> they just keep living. Yeah. Oh, this world. <laughs> that's um, how I want a real fantasy book to end is just... And they keep living. There's more to say, but I'm tired. Your girl is tired. <laughs> my hands are tired of typing. So my story will end here. So, uh, yeah. But anyway, I mean, I just, this dumb little bird is something that is, it seems so nothing, but it is a sign of the divine providence of this whole story working out for Bilbo and the party. Yeah. And so Bilbo is really the, the hero of the story for several reasons, but one of the main reasons is he noticed. 
So the power of noticing is important. Man. Okay, well, I completely <laughs> forgot about that. And I was like, why is this stupid bird just like constantly like throwing a snail against a rock? Like that's ob obnoxious. <laughs> and yeah. so it now is. I know. Now you know, but it's all a part of that, that, those rune stones and Elrond just says it and you're like, I don't know what that means. What's Durin's day? Like, so yeah. like, you don't know when you're supposed to be there and you don't know what is a thrush going to knock on a door like that. The birds don't knock on doors. Right. And so like, it just doesn't make any sense. And then when you notice it all comes together, it's kind of like when, um, like you're watching a movie and like, have you seen the usual suspects? Mm -mm. I'm going to spoil it. <sighs> okay. So the usual suspects is a heist movie where the, the heist goes bad and the there's a person who's arrested and he is played by Kevin Spacey uh, and he is telling all of the story to the detectives because it's like he's like confessing basically what sure. happened. Uh, and so he is telling the story and then so there's flashbacks where, where he's in the the office at the the police station then flashback to the heist back and forth back and forth back and forth and they're working for this guy named kaiser sose and throughout the whole story you never see kaiser sose they're just always talking about kaiser sose mm -hmm. and kevin spacey plays a character who has like a deformed leg and so he's not really counted on to do a lot of things um because you know he can't run he can't fight he's he's just kind of a weak character Sure. Um, and so as he's telling the story, there's all these little details that he gives uh, throughout that kind of like resonate with you. Like, like, OK, this is something. This is a clue. This is a clue. This is a clue. And the detective is like paying attention to how it all is coming together. He's writing it all down. And then at the end of the story, it's like, well, it seems like, I, you know, Kevin Spacey's character is like, it seems like you are just kind of more of a patsy in this. We're going to let you go. And so they let him go. But he's and, Kaiser Sorce. Yes. <laughs> These guys are so say, uh, but as you watch him walk away, Kevin Spacey's character stops limping as he's le like gets out on the main street. He stops limping. And then the detective is looking around his office and all these details that uh, Kevin Spacey's character were giving were I were parts of the things that were in his own office, like newspaper clippings and different things that he had noticed and he's doing all of these things and so all the things come together and the detective has this moment of just like oh my oh, word <laughs> it's it's a great it's a great movie it's well crafted and like it's one of those things you can really only watch one time uh yeah. and then you're like oh whoa they did it um but uh yeah benicio del toro's in it he's great um so yeah but so like it's one of those things where like this detail is one of those like what and so when you like yeah. like this series it benefits from rereads and, <sighs> and so like the more time you spend with it the more it's like oh well, that's really cool so yeah anyway that uh yeah so this old thrush and so then he's yelling he's like get the key get the key get the key uh and they find brings the key they open the door and there it is a yawning mouth leading in and down oh. so good um yeah that's chapter 11 wow i i have now read or listened to chapter 11 three times because i've listened to it 
and wasn't fully paying attention because we weren't there yet. I just like kept listening to the book. And then I went back and read it because I was like, hey, I should probably actually know what happened here. Mm-hmm. And then I reread it again as I'm like writing my summary. So like I'm rereading the book, but I'm rereading the same chapter multiple times. And there are yeah, so many callbacks to a lot of references. Chapters. Yeah, it's it's such a, it's a well-crafted story and it's yeah. like told as a children's tale. And and but it's it is a much more mature book. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of like the Gospel of John. Again, Tolkien would not <laughs> want us to do this, but the Gospel of John is a pretty straightforward story. Mm-hmm. But as you read the Gospel of John in light of the Old Testament and uh, you start to see John has all kinds of references that he doesn't say. And thus, thus fulfills what the prophets said. Right. There's all kinds of things that John refers back to the Old Testament that as Jesus is doing his ministry and conversation, all these different things. And so you read the Gospel of John and then you read the Old Testament. You're like, oh, that's what Jesus was doing. And uh, and so, yeah, it's just. Tolkien, as a Catholic, he has this worldview where like the the world is enchanted and so he's making an enchanted world of his own here um Mm -hmm. and he's i mean he's borrowing these ideas of connection to the past of referencing to all these different things that like this is this is how we should read the bible (laughs) like not like it's a fantasy but like pay attention to the details and the things that stand out it's like why is that important why does he keep mentioning this old thrush because it's on the map yeah and we learned about the map with elrond and then you're like well who's elrond why is he so smart and then you get the silmarillion and you're like okay he's a pretty smart guy. um i heard you were trying to send a, a copy of I that did. to me with with our parents <laughs> yeah my well because my mom and dad bought me a nice copy oh uh, so you were gonna give me your cast off <laughs> i was gonna give you one that i don't need anymore of my three copies so so it's like a decorative copy uh it's really nice uh it's on my shelf it's on my new Tolkien shelf right there perfect perfect yeah they 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 told me that and they were like but it was like nine o'clock at night and I was like and yeah (laughs) well they were leaving at like three in the morning it's like you can come to my house but I'm not coming back it's not that important to me um (laughs) so but I guess I could mail it to you you could do that yes Yes, yeah. I, I could mail it to you. Which one do you want? Do you want the one with what? the cool anime looking cover or do you want one that's in the style of your books that you have? Um, like that uh, same print, like binding style. Oh, I don't know. Send me the one that's going to irritate me less. I will send you nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Does the one that is the same, like similar, is it yeah. also difficult to keep open? Yes, or, they both are. Uh, they both are. They're both the same size. Okay. Uh, they just have different covers. Oh, what are Got you it. doing? I'm destroying a book, I guess. The spine of that book is... Oh. <laughs> anyway. Ah, trauma. Uh, <laughs> so, are anyway, you supposed listener, to crack the spine when you read? If you are just wa- listening to this listener, my sister just broke the back of that book. There's a way to do it that doesn't just damage your book spine. What is the way to do it? Okay. Um, 
So you take your book. I haven't done it with this book. Uh, this is a big, thick book, right? You take a few pages mm -hmm. from the side and then you like press down and then you do a few on the other side and you press down like this and you do the whole book that way and it will stay open a little easier without breaking the spine and looking like some kind of savage read your book. Huh. All right. You keep doing it and just... It I'm doing what you told me to do. No, but you keep pulling it. Like anyway, it's easier to do on a table. Like set it on a table and do that. So anyway, uh, listener, if you have any questions or thoughts, okay. we should wrap it up here. If you have we any should. questions or thoughts about the uh the chap this chapter or the coming chapters or thrushes or birds in general, please send us an email to hobbitforming at gmail.com uh, or a comment on this video on YouTube. Uh, and as always, like, subscribe, share, sub post, whatever you do. That'd be great. We like talking. Yeah. I like talking about this stuff. Heather is attending um, and she's learning. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> she's learning I... to love uh, literature and fine art um, and all these things. That's why she went to the Walton Museum and uh, my Walmart dad got. Museum. Yeah, my dad got a headache from a display at that museum. I don't know if he told you that. At Crystal Bridges? I want to, I don't know, whatever. The like there's the, the wall. Museum. The wall was like orange and green or something. And he was like, I can't look at this. <laughs> so. Oh, I don't remember which yeah. one that was. But anyway. Uh, anyway, next week we will be reading chapters 12 and 13. Yes. So if you are following along, make sure you read 12 and 13. And, and I will, will make sure that I read 12 and 13 as well. Heather. Yes. I'll do my best. Yes. I I should hope so. Do your level best, Jason. I will do my uneven best. Perfect. I love All it. Right. All right. Well, well good morning. Good morning. <laughs>